I just want to clarify something. You did say Queef Karga, right? Welcome back to Mondays with Mando. It's a podcast. Oh, spoiler warning, first of all, if you haven't seen the third Mando. episode of Mandalorian and and you plan to, then you might want to turn this one off for now and then come back to it later. I suggest everybody listen to these episodes before they watch the shows. It will not at all color your opinion of the show. Uh, I'm Ryan. That's Scott. We're professional, air quote, no, we're professional storytellers. And we're 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 going after the Mandalorian after every episode. Ooh, that sounds like uh, like we're going after it. Like we're out to get it. Yeah, we're part of the guild, right? Uh, I realized when editing the first two episodes, they were mostly they mostly were negative. And then I thought huh. we're not being negative. We're being nitpicky. We're being nitpicky from a storytelling standpoint. That's so right. the way I figured it in my head is so I'm not a dick. That's not gonna help. It's just it shouldn't be enough it shouldn't be enough to just be cool. There needs to be more than just being cool. And I think a lot of our peers or a lot at least my echo chamber on social media love this show and I think they love it because it looks cool. So cool. But we're going deeper than that. It's like having ATAT walkers on a tropical island planet. It just right. looks cool. Right, right. So if you just want your opinion on the Mandalorian validated and your opinion is like rotten tomatoes at a hundred percent you can this might not be the podcast for you but if you're uh if you want to hear two dudes try think, to make a show that yeah. should be great great yeah we're being honest yeah. i think this is we're being honest yeah you can call it nitpicky right. you can call so, it whatever assholery yes i'm just i'm just get, i'm saying my opinions on what i think would make the show better right. and I, and we're, right. we're we're not trying to drop the hot takes you know, we're no. not being contrarians just to be jerks. This is this is just how we feel. I'm speaking my truth on this show about Star Wars. That's right. Speak your truth. But if it is hot takes you're after, you should check out our regular podcast, The Illustrious Gentleman, that comes out every Wednesday on this same bat channel, same bat time. All right, Scott, why don't you do the summary oh. since I've rambled so yeah. far? Um, I'm going to use the Wikipedia thing because that's the thing I'm looking at right now because I couldn't remember what happened in this episode. So two minutes before we pushed record, I had to read this little blurb to find out. So here you go. I'll share it with you because you've forgotten too. I'm talking to you. Thank you. Listeners. Not you. You, Frank. Talking to you, Frank. All right. Chapter three, The Sin, directed by Deborah Chow, written by Happy Hogan. The Mandalorian delivers the child to the client for the unprecedented reward of 20 bars of Beskar steel. Against Bounty Hunter Code, he asks about the plans for the child, but is given no answers and takes his leave before a possible conflict could erupt when the Mandalorian returns to the secret Mandalorian covert. That's what it's called? Covert? Yeah, yeah, I watched the episode with s subtitles. Enclave. The armorer 
uses some of the Beskar reward to forge full replacement armor for him, while the remainder goes to the children for initiations. Despite accepting a new bounty from Grief Karga, the Mandalorian instead turns back to infiltrate the client's base of operations. Killing many Imperial stormtroopers, he rescues the child from a laboratory where it is being experimented on by Dr. Pershing, whom he lets live. En route back to his ship, the Mandalorian is ambushed by the other bounty hunters in Grief Karga, demanding he hand over the child. After he refuses, a firefight breaks out, leaving the Mandalorian heavily outnumbered and cornered, but worries from the Mandalorian Enclave unexpectedly arrive to attack the bounty hunters and give the Mandalorian cover to reach his ship with the child and escape. End scene. You don't really need to even watch the episode with a summary like that. Yeah. And I'm sure Wikipedia dropped that shit before the episode came out. I think, yeah. Or maybe I, someone edited it after. That that was the actual running time of the episode, as long as it took me to read that. <laughs> right. I've decided I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop complaining about the running times. This one was a solid, like, 35 minutes, which still makes no sense, but I'm going to... I can't complain about that every week, so let's move on to new complaints and new Ooh, positives. Got him. Uh, I have a note here. I have a note here that didn't fit into either the good, the bad, or the um, the shrug. Let's hope for better category. Uh, so one little note is uh, he's got tiny little Yandu arrows. Like I feel like we're not that far away <laughs> from like a Marvel Star Wars crossover film. We're like four or five years away from that. You know those universes combining you know maybe the mandalorian's going to show up in guardians 3 or something like that like it just seems the formula that the marvel movies take i feel like star wars universe is trending that way as well and it's that's a fan film in production right now right now scott please let's start off with the good let's start off our monday mornings with mando and some coffee in the positive way besides your nice sweatshirt your mccafe and your carl sagan shirt yeah oh you recognized him Nah, what else? Good, very good. Yeah. What else? Yeah. I keep a poster above my bed, so it makes fornication easier. Uh, <laughs> what's 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 on your list of good for this Billions episode? The Billions. sin. My good. My good. I think this is. I this is going to be just. Uh, you could cut and paste this from past episodes. It's just going to be the cinematography, the look of the show. It looks like. It, like every dollar that they spent is right there. It's up there on the screen. You you can tell that this is uh they're putting what what is it ten million dollars an episode or something into this. It's it's something like that. Oh my gosh, is that? Yeah. Wow. And it, it you can tell it's there. It, it well, looks. It, it doesn't. It's not quite feature film look. Right. Like if if I went to the theater and I saw what's on the screen up on the big screen, if I paid twelve dollars to see it and then thirty dollars for drinks and popcorn and shit, I'd be disappointed. Right. But it really it doesn't look. It's I don't know, seventy five, eighty percent of Star Wars feature film look. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I give yeah, it a, a high yeah. five for that. Yeah, I have a note that kind of backs that up. I thought, although it kind of contradicts and backs it up, uh, I, I like the look of the different Mandalorians. Uh, that's going to come back in my bad part, too. But 
I thought the heavy gunner Mando was super cool. War Machine. But the flying effects look the flying effects look clunky. Right, War Machine. They look super clunky. Like they're landing, you can t- it almost looks like you could tell, like, oh, we gotta slow the wires down or this guy in this suit's gonna like twist an ankle. So like they're it just all the flying of the Mandalorians, which I know you mentioned you wanted your Mando to have a jetpack. Well, you got what Did you I? wanted this episode. Did I say that? But it just it just. If I said funky. that, I, I... Yeah, you said you wanted our Mando. Okay, I take it back after this episode. Because I think they look goofy right, okay. as shit. All right. Okay. So for me, another thing is I, at least we're back to some sort of story after a second episode that could have been... Uh, could not have existed and not really made it made a difference uh whether or not the story is going in the direction i would have hoped for or not it's at least moving he makes a choice which is the obvious choice for this story but he makes it and at least the story starts to move forward now yes okay and and it also shows that like uh even though all these guys are part of the same union and they all pay dues he will straight up murder some bounty hunters from the bounty hunters guild with no 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 thought no second thought so i'm getting a little bit of the lone gunman i want in that but then too much of the non look we're getting the lone gunman but we're getting the uh community mandalorian okay which to me are at odds with each other so uh but we're still in the good yeah yeah no i'm gonna okay do you have anything else good you have any goods Mm -hmm. okay because i have a good that's gonna yeah i do bad okay so let me let me go through my my two here real quick uh, I, I really am a fan of the so far of what we've seen of the character of the armorer. Uh, I, I really like the look of the armor. It looks like like a Norse Viking with the hood and the the different helmet. Uh, I'd like to see her doing something other than melting Beskar and and giving like sage advice. Like I'd like to see her in action. Um, and I think that character. Uh, I, I would like the I like the idea of her being a badass with Mando being like the. He has he has the soft heart for the little baby Yoda Yoda baby. I like the idea of her being like super hardcore and just like playing off that dynamic. I would like to see that. I would like to see her do more than just melt shit and and talk. Do you have any thoughts on the armor before I roll into my? Uh, I I don't here? think of the armor at all. I guess okay. she's okay like in the hierarchy of. Mandalorian, she's like at the top. I would imagine the person that makes the fucking weapons is pretty revered in Mando culture. Right, I would imagine she's like a priestess, right, like a priestess or something. And then uh, I like the idea, This when I was looking at, after I watched this and after I typed up my notes last night, I looked at some other stuff and, and a lot of people uh, brought up the same comparison I am, that the last half of it felt like a John Wick episode, like a John Wick movie, and I like that. Like I like that he's now being hunted for making a decision that he made uh and i thought the fight scenes were fine but i hope it continues i hope it doesn't just end here i hope the rest of the episodes there's always someone chasing him i hope he's on the run the rest of the episodes and not just not follow this up right he's gonna have to go uh undercover and take off his helmet so nobody recognizes him probably will and then but at the end of that he can't be the mandalorian maybe they'll change the name in the last episode it'll be like bob because he's no longer Mandalore. Yeah, he's just Bob. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So Bob. I guess my overall vibe on the show is it moved forward. It and did. That's a good it did thing. Something. And we finally saw, 
And we finally saw another Mandalorian that doesn't look exactly like, at body style type-wise, exactly like Boba, his kid. Yeah. And uh, Mando. Mando. Yeah. War Machine War Machine Mando was cool, I thought. War Mando Except for the, except for the, whatever, except for the salute at the end. That was stupid. Oh, yeah. That Were was dumb. Uh, I gotta get me one of those. I still have the mark on my forehead where I slapped it when he said that. Um, okay, good. Good. They f- finally got him out of the bounty hunter guild. He's no longer a bounty hunter. Good. Because they don't all need to be, you know? Right. Not all white people are accountants. Why are all Mandalorians bounty hunters? Doesn't make any sense. Stop it, Star Wars. So, do, like, do all Yodas have the Force, too? Is that a thing? Every Yoda we've seen well, is, I, is a Force user. Well, maybe they're all maybe they're all uh, immaculate concepted like, uh, like uh, Anakin was. Oh, my God. Like, uh, Out of what, though? Where like, did the like first force, one come from, then? Just so many mitochlorians meet up like, a bar a frog, and they're like, let's like create... Millions and millions of years yeah. ago, and then they just evolved into yeah. Yodas. Yeah, somewhere a million and a half years ago, there was like a tadpole that could move mountains with its mind, <laughs> but it didn't have arms or legs. That's my good. I, I guess my bad is there's still a bounty hunter guild it really bothers me that there's a essentially like a villain union i'm sure i'm sure in 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 human in human life there's a union for skip tracers and bounty hunters you have to be licensed i think or something i don't know oh you don't think you don't think the bounty hunters guild in star wars goes through strict licensing and testing oh i'm sure it does i'm sure it does right no well it's stupid you gotta have a reason it's like Guild is just a cool word, and it sounds better than union, because the union shit, when you put union right. into your sci-fi fantasy film, you get the Senate from the prequels. Right. You get a bunch of bums arguing about taxes and tariffs and garbage in a movie for children. That bounty hunter bar should have like little posters up, like re-elect uh, Yaga Baba for oh, God. union local president. Four years in a row. Make the galaxy great again. Re-elect Queef Garga. Just keep that boring shit out of my fantasy movies. I don't want um, politics. I don't want religion. I don't want... Well, what's the other thing that I hate? Anything. Everything? One thing that... So, it's made painfully clear, because everything is spelled out, that uh, Mandalorians are supposed to stay hidden. You know, like only one goes out at a time, so they don't reveal true? their true numbers. One thing, yeah, that's what it says in the episode. Like that's what the that's what they say when they're all like mad at him in the armors. What? Whatever. Yeah. How? Do, that's why they have to stay hidden and only that? one goes out. Or like, what's what's the reasoning for they that? Ex, they explain it. They they tell you that. I don't know. I think it's so. I I don't. I think it. I don't know what the reason for it. it. It sounds like we're supposed to believe the Mandalorians are persecuted for some reason, but it's never explained. It seems like everybody's afraid of them, and they're all badasses. Who's gonna fuck with them? Right, and it seems like they they they're blaming the Republic for like making them go underground. But didn't 
I mean, it's not like it's not like Boba Fett was hiding from anybody. He was working for Darth Vader. Well, it's he's not, not like, a real Mandalorian. So I don't get it. Apparently, according to canon. Yeah, maybe he's the outlier. So one thing that kind of that that just that if they're supposed to stay hidden and only one can go out at a time, they all look different. So why is our Mandalorian the only one that's allowed to go out? And like, if mm. Heavy Gunner Mandalorian goes out to get like some food, wouldn't like other people be like? He doesn't look like the other man. The other Mandalorian has a shiny helmet, and this guy's fat. Wouldn't like, it be it, cool if they all like, looked the I'm same? Confused. Right, like clones. Well, I was thinking like the Phantom. Like everybody, like the Phantom is supposed to be immortal because it keeps getting passed down. So there's always a Phantom right. that wears the same thing. You could have that sort of thing going on. Right. Though that's stupid too in Star Wars. I don't like any of this. This is dumb. Uh. Okay. All right. What's next on your list? Because we're trying to we're trying to be constructive about this. I'm in my bad. And I don't already. know if this is dumb is constructive. Okay, right. Yeah, I know. What's next? Uh, dumb jetpacks are next. Uh, those are dumb. Uh, Uh, yeah, uh, well, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. That that n- nothing else happened, right? He he, he goes back, you know. Uh, y- okay, you know he was gonna save the kid. That was the mm-hmm. the twist everybody saw coming. Werner Herzog and Doctor Doctor Stormtrooper are still alive, so I guess they're gonna be after the kid. I, why did all the bounty were they paying all the other bounty hunters? Did Herzog call up Carl Weathers yeah. and was like, "Yo, yeah, I got a bunch of money here. Get everybody you got because we got to get this yeah. thing back." Yes, I, I wonder. I, I I get the feeling you didn't really watch this episode because that was spelled out. That was explained as well. Oh, was it? Mando asks him how many. He asked him how many of those fobs did you give out, and he said he's a very special target. We had to cover. You know, we had to do oh. everything we could. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started on the fobs. I hate those fucking. They look like. Uh, I they, used to work at a car. Yeah. I used to look at a work at a car dealership. They look like Chrysler. They look like Chrysler keyless car fobs that someone just put a wire on the. Yeah, that's what they did. The edge. Right. It's a Sebring. Like you yeah. can either track a yodling or you can like unlock your Sebring. It's like the the canister thing that the metal came in. That that Right. Do you know the history of this thing apparently? They they had an extra on no. Cloud City running around with an ice cream maker because it looked technology y. <laughs> so fans started like cosplaying this thing and then John Favreau brought it back in the episode as the thing that the metal is in. Oh, the 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 only thing I noticed on that is uh, Werner Herzog put in a code to unlock it, to open it, to show him the Beskar. And then when he got to the armorer, he just pushed a button and it opened. So maybe you only have to unlock it once. Maybe he disabled it's like the, the world's pen. worst safe. Yeah. Okay. One other thing that this thing just... And again... This is where I realize, and I'm trying, I'm not being negative. I'm like, again, I want it to be a show for me, and it's not. So I guess I'm being nitpicky that way. But it's a show for children and for fans of Big Bang Theory. It, <laughs> there's so much hand holding in this episode. Everything is foreshadowed. Yoda wants to play with the little ball. Then the Mando lets him play with his balls. 
Yeah. So he looks at the shift knob, and that's that's when he's like, I gotta go save this baby now because the, he liked the shift knob. And then when they get back in the ship later, he gives him the shift knob to play with. Uh, I actually approve everything of that. is foreshadowed. The when Queef Garga shows Mando, <laughs> oh, I got paid in Beskar steel too, and it's right over his heart. And then he gets and then he gets shot. He gets shot right there, so he's alive because of the best. We we all know the Beskar steel was there. But again, he's going to pull it out a second time just to hammer home, you know, that point. And it's like, uh, yeah, you could have just had him be dead. That could have been like the right. The, not really dead, but the audience think he's dead. Then when he shows up in another episode, he's got the, you know, right. The, the what what is it? The he's got the draw on the Mandalorian. He's got the something. He's got a gun. Pointing at the Mandalorian, and Mando's right. like, "I thought you were fucking dead." And then he throws the piece of steel on the ground. He's like, "Right, not that's right, exactly, right." All you have to do is in three episodes when he meets up with them again, he just drops that piece exactly. of steel down, and it has the laser mark in it. I and just for, I just want to clarify something. You did say Queef Carga, right? Okay. Yeah, I've been saying it all episode. <laughs> I, I don't. You haven't been picking up I on my not. what I'm laying down. So. uh yeah, I just feel like they're they're afraid to let the audience deduce anything for themselves. Everything is so just obvious and spelled out, and it's the path of least resistance, and they're afraid of their audience being able to do anything for themselves, it feels like. Um, and then my last note, I, it, 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 every time the armorer hits something with metal, forges something, are we going to see flashbacks now? <laughs> yeah. Is that because... It was so like, shitty like, the first time, let's do it again. We're like, Right, we're like 90 minutes into this saga, and it's happened twice, and both times it's happened in the exact same way. So basically, if you want to like trigger the Mandalorian, if you're yeah, fighting, the Man- if you're fighting Mando and you want to trigger him, just start banging metal together, <laughs> right, and then he'll like freak out. Yeah, I don't, again, if we are going to learn about his backstory, which is completely unnecessary, are we only going to learn about it when he's getting new armor made? Like it's... Yes, and he has all his armor, so that's it. That's all you get. Good. I could do without that. You know, I feel like you could edit these 90, the, the three episodes so far into one really good, like, 60-minute episode. Here's my twist. Because there's all the all this stuff's there. He's the one that killed the parents of the little kid, and he thinks about it all the time. Oh, instead of him being the kid. Yeah. Yeah, but they also showed that if you watch the episode, it was a droid that was coming after him. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. You fucked it up, Star Wars. No, I like that thought. Yeah, I like uh I like the guilt factor better than the typical I mean, plus he's, it's like I just I saw that and I'm like, "Oh, that's what the Jen Erso's parents did. They put yes. her in a hole yeah. somewhere to protect her." You know, like, okay. I get it. So next episode, we see the flashback where Force Whitaker comes and finds him. Come with me <laughs> if you want to live. Uh, what was that? Yeah, that was my uh, Forrest Whitaker. That was my. Uh, oh. You got to do the droopy eye. Is. Oh, I got yeah. I got a droopy lip today. All right, so that's all my notes as far as the the good and the bad. Uh, it was it was far better than episode two, but it really does have to like get moving here, because everything that's happened so far we knew was going to happen the second he saw the second he saved the baby Yoda from IG Eleven. We knew this was going to happen, so. Let's get on to some surprises. Uh, I uh, yeah, I don't know 
you're gonna they're gonna have to get real creative and i feel like maybe really ridiculous to <clears throat> work in any actual surprises now i mean we're and uh, you okay yeah bad. i guess now the bad we're three episodes in and still no gina carano that is a bad yeah under hopes and expectations for the next episode i have two words and they're capitalized <laughs> it's like i'm yelling in a text message gina carano i actually hope for a minute i guess mandalorians never take off their helmet but part of me was like i wonder if she's heavy gunner if she's war machine mando and just using like a voice changer or something like that i yeah i want her to be an exiled mando yeah but once i saw war machine mando fly and salute our mando i was like i hope that's not her yeah she's she, cooler yeah. than that i mean i get it you know she's like yeah. i'm not covering this up are you kidding me no are you kidding me shit i'm the hottest like 40 year old on the planet who lifts weights um yeah so the other thing uh my other note here is uh it's just this falls under my like i don't know yet uh it's just safe the whole show is safe the storytelling is safe the storyline is safe the motivations are safe everything is just kind of the easiest decision yeah. the easiest storytelling decision to lead an audience through again it's hey it's cool so just you're gonna like it yeah and yeah i think with just a few tweaks it could be so much better sure yeah it could be you know what um there's a um it, it there's a story that steven spielberg tells or maybe it's Peter Benchley. I think I think it was Peter Benchley when they were talking about like how they made Jaws. Like the ending of the book was very different. The shark just got like wrapped in uh, the cables on the fucking shark cage and drowned. Shark drowned. And That's, and it's Stephen Stephen wanted a moment where the audience would stand up and everybody would cheer. So that's why he made the ending he made. I feel like that's that's Disney Star Wars. Yeah, let's get those cheering moments. The thing that would have made this Mando turn to save the kid better, two th- two things I think. First of all, don't show any background. Don't get don't make us feel sympathy for the background of this Mandalorian. Okay, no. that way when the turn happens, then you're surprised. And also, we're supposed to find out at the beginning of the very first episode when he's after Fish Guy that he's just like I don't care about you and whatever. But they made the fish guy so annoying that I wanted to encase him in carbonite. So what they should have done is have a really sympathetic bounty. And the Mandalorian is so hard. He's like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. So that when this turn happens, it's out of character. Instead, we see him only deal with annoying people. And we see him with like a soft side already because of the, the hammer flashbacks. Just stop making so much sense. Yeah, it could have been a lot better had they not uh, had they not been. Look at this! Look at this! Look at this! Because that when that happened, was there anyone when that happened was like, yes, finally! Like I knew he had it in him. I knew he was gonna do it. Yeah, uh, you knew he was gonna do it the second the second yeah. he touched he saved the baby. People are watching this show. People aren't gonna not watch this show. So make your protagonist hard from the get go, and, and then you start right. breaking them down. Yeah, again, this goes back to my... I've said this a thousand times on our regular show, The Illustrious Gentleman, available on this normal channel. Um, You don't need more motivation than maybe this is the right thing to do. We don't need the background that leads to making this decision and stuff like that. Just maybe handing over this baby to this 
German dude is not the the right thing to do. Maybe, that's, maybe that's that's as enough. soon that's as he leaves, he gets approached by somebody else that's like, do you still have it? Oh, well, I'll pay you twice what they paid. So he goes back in and gets it again. Right. Okay. I oh, oh, here. I have a problem. I think the show betrayed its title now. If you're going to call it The Mandalorian and then have 50 Mandalorians flying around and shooting laser guns at the end of an episode, he's not The Mandalorian anymore. Right. Right. Like like The Ohio State works cuz there's only one Ohio State University. Right. Yeah. Don't don't right. don't yeah. It's, I hate it. Maybe next week that maybe next week they'll add a sub. Maybe next week they'll change the title. It'll be the Mandalorian named Bob. Yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. like a branding opportunity. Maybe that. Sure. Sell more action. Sounds like new toys. I Series got, two. Right. I got the Bob version of Mandalorian. I saw a bunch of uh, Mando merchandise at the Disney store yesterday. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So it's already out there. Cool. And those baby sure. Yodas just in time of for the is. Christmas season. Get your baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Frog eating ball tickling baby Yodas. <laughs> uh, one last thing I got here before we wrap this up is I pull. I, I was just interested what Rotten Tomatoes has to say about this episode. And it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes 100%? after 16. 100%? But this is BS. But it's BS because there's like 16. At the time I read it, there were like 16 critic reviews, and all of them were like four out of five or B or B plus. So that's not a hundred percent. So I don't know if everything's a hundred percent till it reaches a certain number of reviews. Anyways, I wanted to pull this one because I thought it was hilarious. Um, this is uh, Megan Krause or Megan Krause from Den of Geek. She says. The Mando's motivations are clear now. His character characterization, colorful and distinct enough from Boba Fett or other famous Mandalorians, that he doesn't feel like a repetition. Are there other famous Mandalorians? Well, he's distinct from Boba Fett because he doesn't have a jetpack now. He uh, he 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 doesn't say he's no good to me dead. He doesn't say that. Totally different guy. Well, he's a good guy because he saves the baby. I get that. I get that he is different from Boma Fett, but it's the line, other famous Mandalorians. It's not like this is the the newest tale in a long list of things focused on Mandalorians. I mean, maybe I don't know the extended universe. Maybe there have been other famous Mandalorians. Extended universe. But I wouldn't put Jango Fett as famous. (sighs) Jango Fett had more screen time than Boba Fett ever did. I don't even... Got more lines. Whatever see his face yeah it just doesn't make i don't know i just thought all all these reviews were glowing reviews and they're all from like pop culture geek websites yeah what does wall street journal have to say about the mandalorian one guy from rolling stone made like a pun like oh of course he come on like that's the thing it's like uh people are people will not the, the we're still in the we're still in this phase like that's why everyone loves every marvel movie we're in this phase where we're just happy to have it. So everything is great. When why, when are we going to start becoming critical about this stuff as far as is it good or not? Is it is it do they, are they making the best decisions they could make rather than oh, let's just keep blowing our wad cuz we have a Mandalorian, we have a Star Wars TV show. Well, yeah. Like, I it seems to me why can't on it be, the internet that Why can't it be Yeah, go ahead. I'm just saying why can't it be like Deadwood or Justified and the Mandalorian? 
Why is it? Why does it just have to be like we're happy to have the Mandalorian? Why can't it be as good as these other top tier? Oh shows? yeah, no, it, it. I don't think people intentionally do it, but I think a lot of the adulation and the praise comes from oh this is this is a Star Wars thing. It's it's a it's a good Star right. Wars thing. It's not that it's a good show. It's not a good movie. It's compared to every other Star Wars thing. So right. it only lives in that space. Yeah. Looking back on it now, the best thing to happen financially to the Star Wars universe was probably how bad the prequels were. Because now we're just bouncing back. So everything is like, oh, that's so much. Because we've seen bad. We've seen Dark. Oh, yeah. It's better you than know, the prequels. Seen... Is now a compliment. Yeah. Right, right. All right. Well... To keep our Mondays with Mando at about thirty minutes, I'm out of I've, I'm out of notes other than Gina Carano making an appearance here at some point. Oh God, come on! It, it, they cannot bring her on soon enough. I mean, she's in all the production images. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't get it. I will give that episode five stars. <laughs> whenever, regardless of anything. whenever she shows up. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. All right. So again, my final notes. I like this better than episode two. I feel like. I still have optimism that this could now be the one that jumpstart. I thought episode one would be the one that would jumpstart the series for me. Maybe this one will be the one that jumpstarts the series for me. Yeah. Generally, I give a show three episodes, and we're at three episodes. And I'm not impressed, but I'm also doing a weekly show on it, and I have to keep going. That's right. You're going to have to pay. Also, I'll say, though, I should probably amend it to be four episodes, because I originally watched the first three episodes of Justified, and left because the first three right. really didn't do enough for me. And the series did not start until episode four. So I'm going to change that. I'm going to correct past mistakes. I will give it four episodes to win me over. Um, but if Gina fucking Carano Disney does not show up in episode four, I'm creating 30 Twitter burner accounts. <laughs> And I'm going to skewer your asses for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, all right. Join us next week for Mondays with Mando to find out if it becomes Mondays with Carano. Mm-hmm. It better. All right. I'm out of coffee and it's cold. Any more final thoughts? No, I have no more thoughts. <laughs> <laughs>